You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. A rock star's guide surviving the Malaysian music industry. Hey, this is Darren from An Honest Mistake and this is going to be an amazing time because this time is a very very special period where we're doing a collaboration between Hits and Shock bringing to you an educational podcast, okay? This is what we're calling it, The Rockstar's Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry. All right, so the first topic, man, this is the first episode and I want to make sure that we start it off sweet, start it off real good and um you know, we just want to bring it out and bring you back to the basics, okay? So this podcast is specifically for artists by an artist, which is me. Um, you know, I've been playing in the music industry for so long. You know, this band started off in 2008 and I started off playing at a dingy venue and now I get to play like large stages and stuff. I've put out um, a bunch of albums. I've done collaborations. I've toured Southeast Asia. And, um, you know, like I'm not trying to brag, but... All these experiences that I've accumulated over the years, I want to share it with all of you. So this is really what it is about. And, you know, this is the guide, okay? So I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to call it, where do I begin? The basics, okay? The one-on-one to the music industry, all right? So you think you're an artist, um, you've got a band together, and where do you go from there, okay? I hear a lot of people telling me this all the time. I have a band. I have a band. You know, where do I play? What should I do? Where do I go and record? Should I get a record deal? What do I do? So this is, you know, it's a it's a common question that 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 is commonly asked and among young musicians. So this um, tip, the first one is very, very easy. Where do you start? Well, I mean, you got a band, you start rehearsing at um, jamming studios. I think that's the most basic. You want to be as tight as possible as a band and then get yourself ready and prepared for performance. And, um, you know, when you say a band, it doesn't mean that you're uh, a band with the traditional instruments like bass, guitars and drums. It could be like electronic stuff. It could be that you're a DJ. So the key here is to have everything down as in to make sure that you're well practiced you've you've um you've got all your notes down you've got your your vocal chops down so that's what we really want to focus on because if you want to be a band to perform if you want to be a band that's ready to perform this is the basics that you need to get it down right first so rehearse 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 that's that's the key element of any kind of band and you want to make sure that you've got all of that down first. Now, uh, once you've got the whole, you know, band together and all that, you've got a band. Next, what what is the next step? Where do you record? Where do you play shows? Right. Um, but even before you get there, you want to be able to uh, have good band management, and that is a very very important element because every band would have. Uh, different band members and different personalities for example like my band I'm usually the leader and you know I call the shots I write most of the music I write the lyrics and I pull everybody else together so usually I would start um, with a song or you know a guitar lick and and then I'll pull everybody together right so that's what my role is as a leader and if there is a leader there's always a follower so you need to decide and you need to determine who uh, the leader and the follower in the band is right or are so the follower in my band is my drummer he's very supportive he usually um, you know sees my vision and he goes with it and um, the next one would be 
I would like to put it in a funny um, term, but there's always a diva and there's always a contester. Okay, so let's talk about the contester first. A contester would be somebody who would always disagree with you and argue with you. and um, But that's that's actually not a bad thing because that keeps you in check. All right, so you want to have a person like that in the band as well. Um, so you need to decide, you know, who that person is. All right, in my case, is my guitarist. Okay, he tells me, oh, you know, we don't need to do this, we don't need to do that. So that sharpens my mind and that gives me an extra edge, you know, so that I know where uh, we should place ourselves and where we should go and what we should do. All right, so it's always good to have a little bit of banter in the band. Because you don't want to just be doing everything that the leader says and you don't want to just agree at, on everything, right? Um, and, the, and the next one would be the diva, all right? So in my band, before this, um, he's no longer in the band. Uh, I guess that's exp- that's, that explains why. <laughs> um, he's the diva and um, he would only chip in his um, opinions when it suits him. All right, and and that is kind of irritating at times, but again, just like the contester, it keeps me on my feet, trying to make sure that everybody in the band is happy. All right, so that's that's usually uh, the dynamics of my band. But in your case, um, if you're a new band, just determine who the leader is and who the followers are. But if you would like to make it a collective effort, sure, by all means, go ahead because that's. Um, how a band should be run anyway. It should be a diplomacy rather than a dictatorship, right? Um, so band management, very important. So d- first, determine who your your key members are and determine their roles. Um, you know, if somebody's good at um, connecting with people, if somebody's got like good connects, you definitely want to fully utilize that. And if somebody's got um, like good ear, a good ear for new new sounds or a good ear for recording, you probably want to utilize that person too. So you need to play on everybody's strengths and focus on their strengths so that you can be developed as a strong band. So that is the first and most important element, which is band management. Next is also another form of management which is time management. I know a lot of bands, either you know, you're in college or you're working and doing music at the same time. So you, this is something that you want to focus on as well because, you know, we're, we're here in Asia, especially here in Malaysia, you know, your parents are going to tell you, hey, go and study lah, you know, hey, music cannot make money on, you know. So I think things like that sometimes will deter you from moving forward. But what you can do is to make sure that if you're a student, Focus on your studies, you know, study hard, but at the same time, make time and segregate time for studies and music. Because if this is really something that you want to pursue, this is what you need to do. You need to segregate time and plan your time carefully. Because that's what I did. When I was in uni, I played in three bands. I was in a uni that was like far away in the jungle and my parents were out of the country. My brother left Uh, for Australia so basically I was alone and I did well in all three bands and I graduated with a 3.5 GPA you know so I think if I was able to do that and play so many shows and record music at the same time I'm sure you can do it too so as a student make sure you study hard and focus on your studies but have time for the band as well all right so it could be the weekends or it could be you know at night because when I was in uni, I studied four days, four to five days in a week. I studied like a total nerd. 
And then when it came to the weekends or whenever I had no classes, it was all music. And even when I got to work, so I was working in a in a in an art university where we all had to wear black, and it was really cool. And um, uh, when I was working there as a teacher, so I graduated as an English teacher, and that was what I did. I had time for work. Nine to five, right after that was done, I was out doing music. And that was something that I could look forward to. So if you're working, this is probably something that you want to pursue. You know, have a good balance of work and play. All right. So time management, super, super important, super, um, you know, essential in your success of being an artist. So there's band management, number one. And number two, time management, right? So once you got all that down, I think the... Um, let's. I'm going to touch a little bit on the basics, which you know, in the following episodes, we'll we'll talk a little bit more on how we can uh, get signed to a label and marketing and all that kind of stuff. But the third element is to develop your community. All right. So once you got a band, and then you're you're talking about time management. Now you're talking about performance, right? So um, once you're ready for performance, you want to go out and play as many shows as possible, right? So that's that's what every band would want to do. You play as many shows as possible. But um, you want to be able to first share your music with the people that matter. And who are these people? These are, for example, your friends and family. And these are the people that will first begin to support you. Um, so I think what you can do if there are no gigs around, if you don't know anybody, what you can do is probably start playing at home. Start inviting your friends, you know, to, to, to your house and maybe put, put on a show and then get their feedback. So you want to hear their feedback and what you can improve on. So this is, you know, the basics of putting yourself out there being uh, criticized by people but if you are being criticized by your own friends and family at least it'll be more constructive at least you can improve yourself um, before you actually head outside and be crazily scrutinized and you know and when that happens that could possibly you know um, destroy your 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 passion and destroy your motivation so you want to start small and then go bigger and bigger all right so um, developing your community. So it all starts with your friends and family. And then when you start going out to shows, you want to get a little bit more hands-on with the people that are listening to you. Spend some time, talk to them, you know, right after shows. That's what we used to do. When we finish a show, we would go straight to the floor and, you know, store our gear, put put them away, and then just start talking to random people, you know. And especially when you're performing on stage, you could see some people resonating with you. And you could see them like bouncing or, you know, cheering you on. So those are the people that you want to target and those are the people that you want to make friends with and develop them to become your fans. So it start with a, it starts from being a listener and then later on becoming a fan. So you want to develop all of that. And then as it grows, it develops more and more and then it becomes a little community. So those are some of the tips and tricks that you can do to develop your community, all right? So these are the three important elements of uh, starting out as a brand new band, as a new artist. So yeah, so these are some of the tips that I would like to share with you here on the Rockstars Guide, which is a brand new podcast, a collaboration between Shock and also Hits. And it's it's fun. It's fun. I'm 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 really enjoying myself. I have so much to share. And um, you know, as I'm as I'm sharing with you guys, I'm learning a bunch of stuff as well. So yeah, this is the Rockstars Guide. Boom.